Raider Nation, wake up and get ready because it's time for the morning grind on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Good morning, Raider Nation. I'm Eddie Pascal, and today is May 13th, 2021. Thank you for joining us for another episode of The Morning Grind. While the 2021 regular season schedule is finally out, the entire slate of games was made public last night, and it has now been dissected, discussed, and analyzed thousands of times. So what are we going to do today on the podcast? You guessed it, more of the same. But we are going to focus in just a little bit and talk about the first game coming out of the gates, the Las Vegas Raiders Monday night football matchup against the Baltimore Ravens. And who better to ask about that game than one of the guys who will be on the call at Allegiant Stadium, Lewis Riddick. Per usual, I left our conversation with Lewis a little more knowledgeable than when I first turned on the camera, and I hope that's the case for you all as well. So now it is time. Roll our interview with Monday Night Football analyst, Lewis Riddick. And Lewis, I'll just ask you this. Do people in the front offices uh, of the NFL, like does John Gruden and Mike Mayock, do they care about the schedule as much as we and the fans do? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you're, you're always looking for any kind of strategic advantage that you can get. And we're, or rather, let's just put it this way. I guess to get a heads up on what kind of advantages or at what disadvantage you're going to be at based on the schedule. Obviously, you know, you don't want to have short weeks where you're a road team and you're having to go and travel on a short week. You don't want that kind of thing popping up on you. You want as much rest as you possibly can. You want to know if you're traveling to cold weather cities in late December um, in you know, November. You want to know how many home games you have in a row. You want, all, you want to know all kinds of things. And uh, it's, it seems like, um, you know, based on the Raiders, at least their first game of the year, they've got a good one. They've got a nice little setup here opening weekend. You know, I'm glad you brought up that first game because as we record this, well, I should say when this comes out, the schedule has officially been released so everyone knows where this team and the other 31 teams in the league will be from week one through week 17. But as you mentioned, week one, under the lights, Monday night football, Raiders, Ravens, Lamar, Derek Carr, Josh Jacobs, Unique plays his old team. I mean, the NFL schedule makers, they did pretty good in terms of a week one matchup, I think. Yeah, there's no question. And I think it's it was also important to them to go ahead and really capture what would what you would hope would be a great, great crowd here in Las Vegas, as opposed to last year, not being able to really capture that when we, uh, when we came out there, I believe it was week two against the New Orleans Saints and there was no one there. So I think this is something that I think everyone in the National Football League is looking forward to see. I'm sure the Raider fans all over the country are looking to see exactly what this stadium is going to look and sound like. And we're definitely, definitely looking forward to it. There couldn't be a better start for us as far as venue is concerned. You know, I'm glad you brought the stadium itself and I'll ask you about that in a second. But in terms of a broadcast, excuse me, a broadcast crew, does your prep for week one change at all compared to the rest of the games? Or is it, hey, this is the first one on the docket and we're going to approach it like we do the other 16, the other 17? Well, I mean, obviously there's not, there's not the same, you know, uh, slate of games that we can kind of per- look at the previous to your game in order to get ready for it. But obviously, you know, with John having been there a few years now and Mike and, and kind of like getting a good feel for how they like to build their football team, how they like to approach the game from an X and O standpoint, from a strategic standpoint, we're kind of ahead of the curve. Um, you know, I'm very familiar with John. Brian's very familiar with John having, having both of us having played for him. 
we did the Ravens last year three times, including the playoffs, twice in the regular season, once, you know, in the, in the wild card round against Tennessee. So we have a lot of information already going into this game based off of last year. Heck, we're ending the year with the Ravens, beginning the year with the Ravens. So it, there's going to be a lot of familiarity. I think we'll come out of the great, out of the gates humming pretty fast with this game. And really, quite honestly, it's not even about it's not about us. It's about this game. And, we're, and I think and it's about this stadium and this fan base. And I think that's going to carry the night anyway, because, I mean, it's opening weekend. It's in Las Vegas. No one's been in this stadium yet. It's the Raiders. It's the Ravens. And it's that's as good as it gets right there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you talk about this stadium and this stadium, there's so many people in this building, outside this building that have put literal years of blood, sweat and tears getting it to the place where, you know, it is, you know, it, it is kind of this beautiful piece of the strip that we've seen. And you and I are among the lucky people who have had a chance to be in that building, who have seen yeah. that building. But come week one, I think the hope, the anticipation is that a lot of, we always say this, we're hopeful a lot more of our friends are going to be able to join us in 2021. <laughs> what do you anticipate if the fans are there and whether they're in a limited capacity or not will remain to be seen but what do you anticipate that building being like because it really does feel like it's kind of the culmination of a really really long journey for this fan base yeah i think it's, it'll be emotional i think that's the word that i think is going to permeate throughout the national football league on opening weekend is, is a lot of emotions because of the fact that last year was played in relative silence across this across you know the nfl landscape for us in our headsets we heard curated curated audio of different fan bases, but for, but we could still tell that it just didn't have the same feel. And I think opening weekend, especially in Vegas, because of everything that's associated with the team moving from Oakland to El to Las Vegas, there's going to be a lot of emotion for people back in Oakland. There's going to be a lot of emotion for people in Oakland who are coming to Vegas. There's going to be a lot of emotion for the people in Vegas who are waiting, who have been waiting to put their arms around this football team. And I think to be on Monday night, obviously, which is something that is synonymous with Raider football, I mean, all that stuff just adds up to what is going to be a pretty electric weekend. And it's against a playoff type of team that has, you know, the reigning MVP. So what more could you ask for? What more could you ask for if you're Vegas? What more could you ask for if you're the NFL? What more could you ask for if you're ESPN and ABC? I mean, it's that really is pretty cool. I know my emotions will be running pretty high, obviously, because I've always felt that connection with this football team, even before I played for them and then since. And I, I just think it's going to be one of those where, look, the NFL is pretty smart about this kind of thing. They kind of know what they're doing. They know what they're looking for. They know what kind of storylines really sell and really kind of capture the audience's attention. And they, they hit a home run with this one. Yeah, no doubt about that. Very well said. You know, it's it's a moment. It's going to be a weekend that's really going to be filled with emotion for so many reasons. We all, I think it'll hopefully give us a chance to reflect back a little bit on the past year that we've all lived mm -hmm. through. Uh, a, a chance to kind of, like I said, reunite with our friends, to watch some incredible football, to watch two teams that we think are going to do big things in 2021, kind of see where they square up against each other. And then the, the storylines of the game within the game that you and the crew are going to do such an incredible job of telling. It's just a, it's an exciting yeah. time to be a fan of this league, to be a fan of this team and really just a fan of, of football in general. But, Lewis, when, we, when I knew that we were going to have you on, I had to ask you, this team has completely rebuilt this defense, it feels like, over the past couple of months. You look at Gus Bradley now in the mix. Paul Gunther has moved on. And I just wonder, there has to, I can't imagine there's a happier guy in this building following the Raiders draft than Gus Bradley. He's got a lot of new defensive backs at his disposal. Casey Hayward is now in the mix. I mean, it just seems like yeah. if there is a time to turn the corner for this defense, this is it. Yeah, there, no question. And I think... You know, Baltimore presents a unique challenge because you don't typically associate them with being a team that's going to necessarily test your secondary 
from a real true, you know, fundamental aspect. But Baltimore also was trying to take their game to a whole new level as well with the weapons that they added in the draft too, namely, you know, a guy like Rashad Bateman from Minnesota. So I think the Raiders for sure need to come out and really establish that 2021 is going to be much different in terms of the level of communication they have in the secondary, cutting down on the number of blown assignments that they have, cutting down on the number of blown leads that they give up because there is a lack of communication. And I think this secondary overall has a lot to prove in terms of, look, in the AFC West, you know that you have to be able to defend the pass in order to dethrone the Kansas City Chiefs and have a shot at, or rather, ensure yourself a spot in the playoffs by winning your division. If you cannot defend the pass, you have no, you just have no chance here. And I think those guys will be in the spotlight. Gus will be in the spotlight. He's obviously very familiar with the AFC West overall anyway. And his scheme's going to be in the spotlight because it's one that's not necessarily predicated on fooling people. It's more predicated on execution. And that's why they got so many new players. That's why they think that they really upgraded their talent base. And that's why they're going to let them just go ahead and go out there and play. So there's a lot on the line for them as a defense overall and definitely as a secondary. And just wrapping it up here with Lewis Riddick. And Lewis, over the past year, we have seen so many Zoom backgrounds. We have looked at people's bathrooms, their dining rooms, their living rooms, their backyards. You name it, we've seen it, right? But I have to yeah. say that your background, and I'm not, I'm not just playing to the crowd here, is probably one of the best that we've seen. Yeah, look, man, I, you know, this background was a background even before I started doing stuff from home when things shut down for us at ESPN, what was it, 14 months ago, 15 months ago. So that jersey has been up there for a long time since we bought this house. It's a present from my wife when I got done playing. It's the actual last jersey that I wore as a Raider against, against I believe it was the Kansas City Chiefs in 1998. Those are the actual pants. That's the actual helmet that I wore. This is the a replica of the brick that the Raiders gave me last year. You know, that's out there out in front of Allegiant Stadium. So there's a lot of Raider representation in here. There's another picture you can't see right here. So I've always had, you know, a very, very uh, big spot in my heart for the Raiders, even before I played with them. And uh, that'll always stay there. And even when I'm no longer doing TV from home, we're back in the studios. Trust me, this stuff will stay here. Music to my ears. Well, hey, Lewis, congratulations on everything. I appreciate you stealing a couple minutes for us today. Like I said, I know this is an incredibly busy kind of 24, 48 hours for all of us involved in the league. Uh, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you on Monday night, all right? Yeah, man, look forward to it. Advanced security from Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi protects your connected devices from online threats 24-7. But hey, you're probably safe without it. Probably. Like how that free streaming website was probably not a scam. Someone's probably not stealing your bank info as we speak to buy a four-story Chalet Grand. Yeah, you're probably fine. Or you could know your network is covered with advanced security from Cox Panoramic Wi-Fi. Restrictions apply. Copyright 2020 Cox Communications, Inc. All rights reserved. A huge shout-out to Lewis Riddick, and make sure to watch all of our schedule release content on Raiders.com and in the official Raiders app. I'm Eddie Pascal, and this was The Morning Grind. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Morning Grind on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Allegiant is going the distance for health and safety on the ground and in the air. Because the further we go now, the safer it'll be to go farther tomorrow. Allegiant, the official airline of the Las Vegas Raiders. Low fares, nonstop flights, only at Allegiant.com.